Welcome to the Dear Sister Podcast, a weekly, raw, and transparent show discussing topics that women face, but that we rarely discuss out of fear that we are the only ones experiencing them. So join me each week as we conquer, heal, and evolve together. Hey y'all, welcome back to a brand new episode of the Dear Sister Podcast. It's your girl Jessica Janae. Y'all listen, I am, I know I always say this, but I am so excited today because this is the first time since March, I want to say, that I've actually like recorded an ep- recorded an episode and um like the week prior. So the past few episodes were recorded like weeks in advance. Um, just to kind of give myself a break because, you know, sometimes this whole walking in purpose and using your gifts and all that good stuff can kind of get tiresome sometimes. So I did a few um, pre-recorded episodes um, just to kind of give myself a break. But I am so excited to be sitting down, um, although it is late. So it's Monday night. Um, like 9.51 p.m. So this episode will be coming out Tuesday um, morning. But I am so excited to just share with y'all what God has been doing in this season of my life. Um, I don't know if I sound different, but y'all, I really am like in a good space and all glory to God. It doesn't mean that I don't have my days, okay? I never want y'all to think that I have a perfect life or, you know, anything like that. But God has really been doing some amazing things in me, right? He's been doing some amazing things in me. And today I'm going to share some of those things or one of those things I should say with y'all and just hoping that it will bless somebody who's listening to this week's episode and that it will encourage you to do what you need to do so that you can be all that God has called you to be. So um, first off, I'm going to start with the lesson of the week. Um, last week I was in Target over the weekend, matter of fact. And so child Target was looking at a little Walmart-ish. Like he had like a Walmart spirit. And I'm like, what in the world is going on? And the reason why I had like that Walmart spirit, because y'all know when y'all go to Walmart, no shade to anybody that works at Walmart, but Walmart be having lines like to the back back okay but you see all the workers just chilling it feels like okay they may be working but to the natural eye it looks like they just chilling so tarjay they had a system where they just form one long line and the cashiers will call up kind of like at tj maxx like i can take somebody on two or i can take somebody on five okay and so i was standing in line because god when i tell y'all god has really been doing some work in me like my patience is like at a whole nother level okay (laughs) like it's it's shocking to me but um I got in the long line because I'm like what what else do I have to do I I I don't have nowhere else to go so I got in the line and this woman like two people in front of me like she's complaining about the line she's on the phone like you know just being loud so she can be seen I can't stand anybody who feel like they gotta be seen honey like they gotta be loud to be seen like Oh my gosh, like talking on the phone, complaining um, about standing in this long line is not going to make the line go by any quicker or any smoother. Um, And so this other woman, excuse me, she um, walks past or whatever with her buggy and she's like looking at the line like, oh my goodness, like you can tell on her face like she don't want to wait in this line. So um, 
eventually she like I think she leaves right she leaves so she just walks she looks at the line and she just stops her buggy where it's at and she leaves make a long story short because you kind of had to been there to kind of get what I'm trying to say is the wait always seems longer than what it actually is the line looks so long like it was a long line but when I tell y'all I was only in the line for like maybe five or ten minutes if that um and it just I felt like God was telling me like the that the wait is always gonna seem longer than what it actually is. I know there are a lot of us who are waiting on God to do something. We've been praying for something, we've been fasting for something, we've been believing for something, whatever your something is. I truly believe that to our naked eye, our natural eye, the wait will always seem longer than what it actually is. So I am declaring and decreeing that starting today, that you start to see whatever you're waiting for from a spiritual standpoint right and that that will grace you to wait with expectation but not only wait with expectation but wait in a manner that that you're waiting well okay because it's not always about what you're waiting for but more so about how you're waiting right character is built while you're waiting appreciation for what you're waiting for is built while you're waiting so the wait is always going to seem longer than what it actually is because God is not a God of time like what seems like 10 years to you could seem like only a short amount of time for God if that makes sense so the wait is always long is always going to look longer than what it actually is but you have to ask God to give you the spiritual lens to be able to view it correctly so that you're waiting in the right posture and in the right position because it's not always about what you're waiting for but it is how you're waiting and so I hope that it that blesses somebody especially with us being in quarantine you know well some of us honey are living life like COVID-19 don't exist but that's none of my business honey like I'm, I'm getting to the point where I'm ready to go outside and play okay because I'm seeing all these other people play honey and they look like they fine. So I'm probably going to give this bad boy, this quarantine life a few more weeks. And then I'm going to tiptoe back outside myself. So um, remember that the wait is always going to seem longer than what it actually is. But it's not always about what you're waiting for, but it's how you're waiting. So ask yourself, how am I waiting? Am I waiting and complaining? Am I waiting and praising God? Am I waiting and seeking God more am I waiting and depending on God or am I depending on myself or am I waiting and depending on my own strength am I waiting but still trying to make things happen on my own you get what I'm saying am I waiting and surrendering or am I waiting and holding on am I waiting and believing or am I waiting and going back to my comfort zone although I know where my comfort zone is is not where I need to be so again it's not always about what you're waiting for But it's how you're waiting because the wait is always going to seem longer than it actually is. Okay, so that's the lesson of the week. I hope that blesses somebody. So let's get into the nitty gritty of today's topic. Um, If you saw the title of the podcast and I'm right now I'm going to name it. I'm quitting dear sister. If you saw that title, then you're probably like, what? What's going on? Um, but you read that correctly. I am quitting dear sister. In fact, this will be the last episode of the dear sister podcast. Um, 
Um, I can't believe I'm saying that out loud. It's like, wow. So for the past two years, two and a half years, about to be three years, 18, 19, okay, maybe two years, my bad. I think I'm speeding up time, child. So for, okay, yeah. So for the past year and a half, um, June would be two years, I have been the host of the Dear Sister podcast. I have met some really amazing people. I have connected to some really amazing people. And God has been using me as a vessel to be a blessing to so many women and even some men. Um, But God is calling me in a new direction and I have to be obedient. And so, um, (laughs) so with that being said, um, this is the last episode of the Dear Sister Podcast, um, and I'm going to tell y'all why. So the reason why I started the Dear Sister Podcast almost two years ago was because I wanted to be the voice. Like I'm a very transparent person, but I wanted to talk about issues and topics that women face, but that we don't discuss because we feel like we're the only person going through it, right? So I may feel like I'm the only person going through heartbreak. I'm the only person going through um, financial troubles. I'm the only person having issues with my self-esteem. I'm the only person who doesn't think highly of myself. I'm the only person who um, doesn't know like I just sometimes we get to the point where we feel like we're the only ones who are the only ones when that is so far from the truth so that is why I initially initially started the dishes podcast um and I've covered different topics like majority of them have been like whatever got laid on my heart and then some of them have been like just me sharing personal experiences but I always wanted to be that voice so that women and even some men who listen shout out to the men who listen to this to this podcast so that they could understand so that y'all can understand that y'all are not the only people who go through what you're going through because when we feel like we're by ourselves and that nobody is experiencing life as we are experiencing it that can lead us into dark places that can lead us into um depression that can lead us into anxiety that can lead us into just shutting ourselves off from the world and that's when the enemy feels like he's thriving is when we throw in the towel and we want to give up on whatever we're going through um and so that was the purpose of the sister podcast but recently so I thought that was my purpose okay but recently on the last day of April um God gave me a vision I had a dream and um God showed me he revealed to me what my purpose is and y'all I don't even remember praying for him to do that I don't even remember him I don't even I don't think I prayed and asked God that right because I thought I already knew what my purpose was I thought it was just to pour into women make them feel good um, you know what I'm saying? Like encourage them, inspire them, motivate them. That's what I thought my purpose was. But on the last day of April, God gave me a vision. And when I say this vision was so vivid, it was bananas to me. And um, in the dream, and I don't really share my, I, I, do, I rarely share my dreams with people, like unless God tells me to. Um but I rarely share my dreams with people. But I'm going to share this with y'all so y'all can kind of understand why I'm ending this podcast. Um, so basically, in the dream, 
I am, it's dark, it's nighttime, and I am leading a group of women from a plantation, okay? Like, so it's it's set up, like, during this time period. Like, we're not dressed up, like, in the 1800s or anything like that. Like, we're dressed in this time period, but we are underground, and I am leading these women. Like, they're following me. Like, they're crying. Like, it's a group of women, y'all. It's, it's oh, my gosh. I get chills just thinking about it. But it's a group of women, and they are following me. There, You have women crying. You have women who are scared as crap. You have women who are um, second-guessing if they want to follow me. Um, but I am leading women from what looks like a plantation to the other side of this underground tunnel, right? At first, when I woke up, I didn't understand it. So I began to ask God, like, okay, God, reveal to me what that dream meant, right? God revealed to me that I am the Harriet Tubman for his kingdom. Bear with me. Okay, and if you don't know who Harriet Tubman is, Harriet Tubman was an American abolitionist and political activist who was born to slavery and she escaped and made some 13 missions to rescue approximately 70 enslaved people, including family and friends. Okay, using the Underground Railroad. And so God was like, you are going your purpose is to deliver women from their place of bondage to a place of freedom. Okay? So let me set this up for you. Harriet Tubman, she helped helped slaves escape from plantations, right? Using the Underground Railroad to freedom. And I'm not calling y'all slaves, okay? That's not what I'm doing. But what I am saying is that God showed me that there are women. So the women who are in my dream, who are crying, who are upset, who are feel fearful, excuse me, that there are women who are being held captive by something, whether that's um, a heartbreak has you bound, bound up, whether it's, um, what else? Um, maybe a soul tie, maybe it's, um, a lack of low self-esteem, whether it's, um, whatever it is that's holding you in bondage, right? God is sending women to me who are in bondage of something and is going to use me to release them or help guide them into freedom. And so I, God also um, has had me looking or reading, I should say, or let me say studying the book of Exodus. And the book of Exodus is about Moses and God basically telling Moses, like, it is your job to get Pharaoh to let my people go, right? The Israelites. So once Pharaoh lets um, God's people go, like Moses has to guide them to the promised land, the promised land overflowing with milk and honey, right? And so I wrote this down in my notes. I said, what is your Egypt? Okay, these Israelites were being held captive by Pharaoh in Egypt. So I'm asking you, what is your Egypt? I had to ask myself, what are is my Egypt? What are, what are the places of my life that um hold me captive, right? So that is what God has been doing during this season of quarantine. It's showing me the places, the areas of my life that represented Egypt, right? And then he had me look up the definition for slave. A slave is a person who is excessively dependent upon or controlled by something. So we're not going to 
we gonna keep it a hundred right now. We gonna keep it a book right now. There is something in our lives, right? Or there is something in our lives that has been controlling us, right? And so what part of your life or what sin controls you? So God has shown me that it is my job to help God women and even men who he may assign to me from their Egypt to their promised land, their place of freedom, right? And how am I going to do that? I'm going to do that through my Release Women page. I'm going to do that through my books that he'll put in my heart to write. I'm going to do that through my speaking engagements. I'm going to do that through retreats. Whatever God tells me to do, that's what I'm going to do because he has shown me clearly that my purpose in life is to help free women from whatever their Egypt is, whatever their Egypt represents. That could be a thing, that could be a habit, that could be a place, that could be a person. There are women who will be assigned to me that are stuck in Egypt when God wants to see them prosper in their promised land, okay? And so that is the reason why I'm ending, dear sister, because with your sister, I just wanted you to know that you're not by yourself. I just wanted to speak on topics that you could relate to so that you could know that you're not alone and so that you could take things away and apply to your life. But I don't have time for that no more. I don't have time to tickle your fancy. I don't have time to um, just fill you up for a few days, but then you go back to your old ways or your old habits. Like time is out for that. There are plenty of you out there who are listening or who will listen to this episode that have a, that you're in Egypt and God wants to free you from something. I don't know what that something is, but God wants to free you from something or someone. But that takes you doing the work. The same way I have to do the work, you have to do the work as well. So there are four things that I want to tell you because sometimes we are scared to leave our Egypt, right? And I'm going to be doing more episodes on what Egypt represents and all that good stuff as God lays it on my heart. Or, okay, I won't be doing more episodes because this is the... This is the dear, the last episode of the Dear Sister Podcast. But anyway, I'm going to be doing more videos on um, what Egypt represents or whatever. But I want to leave these four things with you, okay? Um, because as I've been studying the Bible, one thing I've learned, um, and I feel like I already knew this, but it's been more clear to me during this season of quarantine, is that Satan does not care about us reading the Bible, okay? That's what I need y'all to understand. That's what I had to learn, right? Is that the devil does not care about us reading the Bible. He could care less about us reading the Bible. What makes him mad is when we start to apply the Bible to our lives. When we start to apply the scripture to our lives, that's when the enemy has a problem. He could care less about, he cool with you just reading the Bible, And he's even happier when you don't apply the word of God to your life. But when you start applying that bad boy, that's when he'll try you. So what I have been doing is as I'm reading, especially Exodus, because I feel like I relate to Moses. God has shown me that um, I'm supposed to be like a Moses and like help guide his women from into freedom. Um, I've been like trying to see how I can make 
the scripture applicable to my life. And I'm going to do a teaching on that also. Um, Excuse me. But there are four things I want to share with y'all. First, I want you to get in your mind. What is your Egypt? Again, if you're unsure, Egypt in Exodus was where the Israelites were in slavery to Pharaoh. Right. And I told you all that the the definition that I have for a slave and there's different definitions. um, But it says a person who is excessively dependent upon or controlled by something. What controls you? And sis, if you say nothing, you're lying to yourself. (laughs) For me, for a long time, my flesh was my Egypt. I was controlled by my flesh. So if my flesh wanted to have sex, guess what? I was going to have sex. If my flesh was craving ice cream at 2 o'clock in the morning, guess what? I was going out somewhere to give me ice cream at 2 o'clock in the morning. Maybe your Egypt is your low self-esteem. So you're controlled by your low self-esteem. So you do whatever your low self-esteem tells you to do. Maybe your finances or your lack thereof is your Egypt. Maybe you're in an abusive relationship and you're being that's your Egypt, right? Maybe you're not in an abusive relationship, but you're in a relationship that you know, or even a friendship that you know that God says you don't need to be a part of. That could be your Egypt. Maybe you're at a job that God has told you numerous times that you are not supposed to be there, but because the money looks good, okay, that may be your Egypt. So I want you to get into your mind, your Egypt. And a lot of times we don't want to leave our Egypt because it's comfortable to us. No matter how much it hurts us, no matter how much it disappoints us, no matter how much it may be out of the will of God we stay in Egypt because it's our comfort zone sometimes Egypt even feels good what happens when a thing that causes you the most pain makes you feel the best yo listen I've been there sis the man who hurts you the most is the man that makes you feel the best like I've been there sis so get in your mind what your Egypt is and I want you to I want to share four things with you about your Egypt. Number one, and these are all things that I've gotten from reading Exodus. um, And these are things that I learned from God in relationship to the Israelites in Exodus. And I'm taking most of this from Exodus chapter four. So number one is that God is aware and concerned about the things that worry and concern us. I think sometimes as we go through life because of maybe excuse me, disappointment from humans, our parents, our uncles, grandparents, aunties, older cousins, our friendships, bosses, whatever. A lot of times we take the disappointments of man and we put them on God, right? And so sometimes because we think, oh, people not concerned about us. They don't really care about us. They don't care that we don't feel good or they don't care what we're going through. We kind of take that same attitude and we apply it to God indirectly, not realizing that that's what we're doing. But I'm here to remind somebody that God is aware and he is concerned about the things that worry and concern you. That is one thing that I have been uh, really just taking in, like soaking that one thought in that God is concerned about me. 
And when I say concerned, sometimes we think, oh, like if our mom is concerned, oh, our mom's concerned about us because something bad is happening, right? But God, when I say God is concerned about us, that's a good thing. Like God is concerned about everything that you're concerned about, everything that you think about, everything that you're worried about. God is concerned about those things too. That's how much he loves you, y'all. So if you're concerned about like how you're going to make ends meet, God is concerned about that too. If you're desiring a house, God is concerned about that too. God is concerned. Like he's aware of everything that bothers you. He's aware of everything that worries you. He's aware of everything that stresses you out. He's aware of everything that makes you anxious. He's aware of everything that makes you afraid. And he's concerned about those things just like you, if not more. Because he wants to be a good father to you. He wants to be a loving father to you. So I want you to remember that God is concerned about everything that concerns you. Number two, God will provide for the calling he has over your life. God will provide for you. So if God is telling you to leave your Egypt, if God is telling you to use that gift, God will provide for you. I literally made a tweet and I'm going to read it to y'all. I literally um, made a tweet. Uh, Let me see if I can find it. Matter of fact, y'all follow me on Twitter at the Jessica Janae. I tweeted, I said, God has literally provided me with the girlfriends and the mentors I need for the season, for this season to prep and perfect me for my next season. And I also put the scripture from Hebrews 13, 21 that says, may he work perfection into every part of you, giving you all that you need to fulfill your destiny. That is what God has been doing in my life. Like I've been praying for certain girlfriends, like divine relationships, mentors, right? I've been praying for that for years. And God has me at a place where he's bringing women in my life. Like I've been doing um, Bible studies with a group of um, ladies um, and they provide a safe space for me, for me to take my cape off and for me to be vulnerable and honest and transparent with them without any judgment. God has blessed me with a mentor who has now called in other mentors to reach her mentees on a, on the different areas that she may not be able to reach on. Like God is preparing me for what he's doing in my life now and what he's about to do. And so I'm here to tell you, if you're afraid to leave your comfort zone, if you're afraid to leave your quote unquote Egypt, or if you're afraid to walk in purpose for whatever reason, fear can be your Egypt. Let's be clear. Fear can be your Egypt. All right. So if you're afraid because you're like, God, I don't know how I'm going to do this or where this going to come from or how that's going to happen. Let me tell you this. Stop worrying or stop depending on your own strength and depend on God's strength. And I am a living witness that God will provide for you and he will provide for the calling that he has over your life. I am a living witness. Like I said, God has literally provided me with the girlfriends and the mentors that I need for this particular season because God is doing something in my life, y'all. He is doing something in my life and I can't do it on my own, but he is virtually providing me with everything I need to perfect me for the things that he's bringing into my life or that he's bringing me into, I should say. And then number three, God doesn't have to make it easy for us 
So God could have made it easy for the Israelites to just have like, first of all, let me start over. God could have made it easy for Pharaoh to just let his people go. All he had to do was soften Pharaoh's heart. Um, but he didn't do that. Why? Because he wanted his glory to be seen. Right? So God doesn't have to make it easy for us. Life is not, life doesn't owe you to be easy. But that's why you don't depend on your own strength. You depend on God's strength. Okay? And then number four, which is kind of like a, kind of like a, me saying this over, but, um, it goes back to number two, that number four, God will provide. Never forget that God provides. He provided for those Israelites in their wilderness, even when they were hard-headed, even when they were acting like spoiled brats, even when they were acting like they were entitled, he still provided. And so I'm here to tell you or remind you that God will provide for you as you're going through this journey, as you're releasing your own wants so that you can get what he wants for you, as you're releasing what you thought your life should look like by now so that he can give you the life that he pre-planned for you. God will provide as you're letting go of the wrong people and the wrong things and the wrong habits and the wrong jobs, whatever it is that God has told you to let go of, but you're holding on to it because you're afraid of how this will happen or how that will happen or you don't think you'll get something better. I'm here to let you know that one, God will provide and two, every round with God gets higher and higher and higher. And so, again, I am quitting the Dear Sister podcast because God has told me, one, there is an Egypt that I need to leave, right? There's Egypt that I need to leave, okay? Number two, God has told me that he has shown me vividly what my purpose in life is now, and that is to help free women and not not always physically free them, but mentally free them, emotionally free them, spiritually free them, excuse me. And I would be doing God a disservice. I would be spitting in his face if I ignored what he showed me and the revelation he gave me and kept doing what I was doing only because I just want to do it. Because you see, it's a difference when you don't know what your purpose is, so you can't walk in it. But when you know what your purpose is, when you know, when God has revealed to you what your gifts are and how to use your gifts, it is mad disrespectful for you to just sit on it and not be obedient. And some of you are blocking your own blessings because you refuse to do what God has told you to do. And I don't want to be one of those people. So, with that being said, although the dear sister podcast is coming to a dead end (laughs) i am happy to announce that although the dear sister podcast is about to be done dead it right i am now going to be the host of the released women podcast that's right Although the Dear Sister podcast has been my baby for the past year and a half, although I have like grown a lot and y'all have heard me from episode one up until this episode, I am now finished with Dear Sister and I am going to be hosting the Released Women podcast. But you don't have to unsubscribe from this podcast because it's going to be, you know, still 
on this platform. So um, you don't really have to do anything. Just know that it will now be the Released Women podcast. Though That means I will be changing the category that this podcast falls under. Basically, I'm just doing what God tells me to do. That means I may lose some listeners. I may gain some listeners. But at the end of the day, I want the listeners that God has assigned to me. Because at the end of the day, it's no longer about feeling good. It's no longer about making you feel like we're at Starbucks and, you know, you know what I'm saying? It's not about that. There are so many people that need to be freed. And until I do what I'm supposed to be doing then there are going to be people in bondage. And guys, listen, y'all. So the other night, God woke me up at 4.30 a.m. And um, I always when I wake up, when God wakes me up in the mornings or whenever I wake up early in the mornings, I'll say, God, like, um, your servant is listening, okay? Just to kind of set the tone so God know that I'm open and listening and ready to receive whatever he needs to say to me. And so God was like, post a picture, so I'm like, what picture? Like, first of all, because it's like 4.30 in the morning. Like, I was sleeping good with a T. Like, I was sleeping so good. And he said, post a picture on Facebook. And so I was like, God, what picture? So he told me to post a picture where I posted on the Release Women page with the red hat braid. So I was like, okay, God, bet I'll release the picture. I mean, I'll release the video Um, whenever I wake up. You know, I thought that was in the conversation. And God was like, now. And, you know, some of us have a hard head. So I was like, okay, God, I'll I'll post it when I wake up. And God basically was like, you're going to stay up until you post the video. So, y'all, I kid y'all not. I was up for like an hour because I just was not going to move. Like, I just feel like that took too much energy. And so, finally, I heard a voice. God said, you can either be a Pharaoh or you can be a Moses. And he meant I could either be disobedient not post a video and hold somebody in bondage because whatever I had said in that video, whatever he had spoken through me was supposed to be seen by somebody on my Facebook page. So he said, either you can be a Pharaoh and be be disobedient, but you're still going to be holding somebody else in bondage. Or either you can be a Moses, be obedient and help free somebody from whatever they're going through. And when he said that, I was like, dog, God, like, I don't want to be no Moses. I mean, I don't want to be Pharaoh. Like, that's a little harsh. So, yeah, I finally posted the video. I even put in the caption, like, I don't know who this was for, but God loves you so much that he would not let me rest until I posted this video, right? And when I tell you I got so many DMs via Facebook from women who were like, this video was for me, that video was for me. Like, I was like, okay, God, like now I see. So I'm telling y'all this to say this, be obedient. There is somebody, I know y'all hear this all the time, but it's real. Like there is somebody waiting on you once to be free, but there's somebody waiting for you to be free so that they can get free. Oh my God. There's somebody waiting for you to be free so that they can be free. So I love y'all. Thank you so much for everyone who has been rocking with me for the past year and a half. Um, I'm so excited about what God is doing in my life. Like, uh, I'm having to sit down and record an episode and just talk about, like, what God has been doing. Because, like, y'all, like, I even looked at a, a video. I went on a picnic with my cousins the other day. And I looked at the video. And for the first time in a long time, I looked genuinely happy. I look genuinely happy, like, 
genuinely happy. Like, I could see the joy in me. You get what I'm saying? And it wasn't a forced joy, but I could see the joy in me. God has been doing some amazing things in me to prepare me for what he's about to do for me. And I'm so grateful that COVID-19 happened. I'm sad that it's had like negative effects and impacts on people, of course. Like I've lost four family members from it. But I am so grateful for this time of quarantine because I told God, in prayer one night, I said, God, um, 29, because I'm 29 now, I was like, God, I was supposed to be, like, traveling this year, like, just living life, like, doing what I do, you know what I'm saying? Like, this is supposed to be the year that I just live life and prepare for my 30s. Like, I, I wanted to get a tattoo, like, well, another tattoo. Like, it was just things I had on my list of things to do in my last year, my 20s. And God told me, he said, you wanted to have fun, but you're going to come out of your 20s whole. You're gonna come out of your twenties whole. By the end of your end of your 29th year, you'll be at a whole nother level of wholeness. And then in your 30s, if you wanna have fun, do your thing. But you will be coming out of your 20s and 2019 whole. And so that's what God has been doing in me, is making me whole. Making me whole. And so I'm so grateful for what God is doing in me. And I can't wait for what he's going to be doing for me and around me and through me. And I'm so excited to take this journey with y'all. And I hope that y'all will stay connected to the podcast. Although it won't be the Dear Sister podcast, it will be the Released Women podcast. Make sure that you're following Released Women on IG. Make sure you're following me on IG for my personal page, The Jessica Janae. And also, oh no, I lied. My personal page on IG is Jess, Jessica Janae. Um, and make sure you follow me on Twitter at the Jessica Janae. Um, and I'll put that in the description box. But yeah, I love y'all. I'm praying with you. I'm praying for you. And I just, I'm just so excited about what God is going to do, not only for me, but I'm so excited for what he's going to do for the released women community. And it's not just from women. It is catered towards women, but I feel like God will assign some men to me. And as he does, I'm going to be pouring into you too. Um, but yeah, I love y'all. Thank you for rocking with me. Please share this episode with your friends. Um, because it's some of y'all friends who are held up in bondage too, but we're going to get freed together. We're going to be free together. So yeah, y'all have an awesome night or sorry, I'm not releasing this until tomorrow whatever but y'all have an awesome week i'll see y'all next week